it is time to tune up the band and welcome once more to the fourth annual Sweet Chinwag Waggy Awards. I am Sam alongside Dan Ridden and Steve as we continue our journey for the wacky world of <laughs> professional wrestling. <laughs> no one who listens to you damn right did not get that reference. That's <laughs> How are we okay. all doing, chaps? Uh, we're all good. <laughs> it's the it is the new year, baby. Yeah, twenty twenty four, huh? We've been doing this four years, chaps. Fuck it up. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that feels nice. wrong. That does that feel wrong. wrong. <laughs> we have, oh, I've li- we've literally we've been doing this literally longer than I have been at uni. <laughs> More than I was. That's madness. That really is wrong. <laughs> I've been doing this longer than I. I've been doing this. Here's the thing. I've been doing this longer than I ever was at what culture. Oh my god! What the That's hell? Yeah. I've, I've officially. Been... I can drop the. I've been doing this longer than I've ever been employed at a single employer. <laughs> this true. is my longest employment. Oh dear. Uh, I, I wonder where I'm getting my residuals. But any of us are going to get our residuals. <laughs> <laughs> we, have to, we, have in the post. we have to go on strike for that uh, patreon.com forward slash sweet chin being chilling indeed or <laughs> <laughs> baseball podcast or you damn well, you right you know I've been, been being chilling oh man Christmas and New Year was a nice relaxing one for me I actually had a break for once what about you fellas <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm still technically kind of in my break. I am barely alive. I got frostbite on my hand, so you know what? Twenty twenty five is gonna be my year. Oh my god. <laughs> frostbite. Uh you see, it turns out that you have to wear gloves when the weather's cold, so yeah. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> I, I guess I got I got frostbite just living in New Jersey. I was like, what? I mean, close enough. <laughs> I mean, I have gloves now, but yeah. <laughs> kind of shit in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise, I was going to say, I didn't realise New York, New Jersey was as cold and as depressing oh, as it is. I made it out to be. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It pretty much is. I don't know what anyone will go here. I have been through New Jersey once and I felt worse for it. Mm-hmm. That's me every time I go there. Yeah. <laughs> Except when it's DPW time. Then I'm actually... Yeah, yeah. This is true, and I'm so glad you I will, that. I will say, I'll put this on the record, and Melee will probably know what you know what I mean. Newark Airport is one of the most depressing places I've ever been in my life. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> it, it genuinely sucked the joy out of my soul. <laughs> not the good kind either. I was going to say, I didn't... Definitely not the it. good kind. I didn't realize how much New York and London share with each other in that regard. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really do describe New York as London, but but the buildings are much fucking bigger. Yeah, pretty much. It's really not that far away. <laughs> but I will say this. New York has one thing that London doesn't have. The Warriors. I mean, true. But in, res- in response, we have... Every Guy Ritchie movie ever made. <laughs> that, that's been true. Does, that, does that make it better, though? Is the I, question. I did not say that. 
I oh god, I have a couple that. of stories about Vinnie Jones that I could talk about, but I'm not going to talk about it more than I'm not on this podcast. Oh my. Now, now is not the time for that. Now, now no, is not no, the no, time. No, no, no. Oh, but yes, we give you this podcast. Thanks to those lovely people over at SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and forever pending other platforms. You know, guys, we begin 2024 just how we began 2023 and that is we're pending because we will always be pending every single year hell yeah hell yeah we need to we need, cool. a new, we need a new pending merch design don't we we do <laughs> we need new merch we just need merch Nothing yes wrestletees.co.uk by the way <laughs> new yeah. designs pending exactly <laughs> yeah yeah exactly Damn, he's right. Get that, give that man another check. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, before we get on to our four annual waggies, it is time to visit Dan for the first of 2024's wrestling news. Dun 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 dun. Wrestling news. Uh, with much more vim and vigor, I like. It. I was going to say, there's, there's vim. That's pretty good. Um. <laughs> Should we what do we what do we want to talk about? Uh should we talk okay, about uh, Ding Dong, the witch is dead, which old witch Kevin done? Yeah, yeah, we can start that. Yeah. I said I said to uh, the guys before we started this, it's, I feel like it's hard to give proper tribute without 19 camera cuts in 10 seconds. <laughs> so just imagine like rapidly changing between like two angles while we talk about this. <laughs> Pretend you're watching Taken. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not even that. Just, just, yeah. just stick, stick on like a pan, stick on like a pandemic raw clip from YouTube. It'll give you the feeling that you want to capture. Okay. Just, just, just picture right. that. Just picture that clip of Randy Orton getting fireballed in the face and on loop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Look, look, look. I have to say this. I have to say this. You know, we've covered a lot of bad people on this series a lot of like, like morally reprehensible people mm-hmm. and we've talked about it but something about kevin dunn man it just it just it just rings real personal <laughs> it just rings <laughs> really, like seriously personal for me I, and reardon yes i like from both coming from a media and production standpoint yes <laughs> yeah as, as people whose literal job it is is to edit and to pay attention to cameras and everything kevin dunn has been basically history's greatest monster for us mm-hmm. just an absolute <laughs> reign of terror the antichrist of editing Hon- yes. honestly honestly yes honestly Look, like the worst the worst case scenario do you know there's a reason why we did a whole episode on the post-production side and talking about adam panucci because he's the guy that constantly saved wwe's production woes in the post-production mm-hmm. um boo. i cannot emphasize how much damage kevin dunn has done <laughs> quite literally <laughs> quite literally like Oh, Sam, please continue. His full, really, his full name should be Kevin Dunn fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, right, here's the thing. He's been Vince's right-hand man since the late 80s. That man has been in charge of the production side and the broadcasting side of, of the WWF slash WWE for the longest time. 
He's been his most trusted confidant this entire time, and that and that's all well and good. And honestly, he he alongside, let's be honest, Dick Ebersole and NBC really did bring a huge boom in production value for professional wrestling in that time. Can't fault them for that. Well done. That doesn't mean though that you cannot be excused for some of the weirdest decisions, uh, directorial decisions that you have ever made in production. Um, I feel like the Attitude Era has a lot to blame for that. Um, yes. Vince Russo's yeah. double, double, doubling down on car crash television really did do a number on their production value in terms of camera of camera um, placement and camera cuts. Um, and I feel like they Kevin Dunn hasn't shaken away from that. I mean, we can always... I mean, it's easy to talk about it. And I think everyone dunks on the fact that the constant use of camera cuts every 10 or so seconds, the direction he gives for cameramen to constantly zoom in and out, like to like like crash zoom in and out with each impact and kind of being bouncy as well. Um, as I said, worked really well when Stone Cold Steve Austin was a uh, world champion at the time, but for a slick uh, production values and, and everything that goes into the, the product nowadays, it it just, it it's shoddy. I, I think that's all I could say. It's really shoddy. <laughs> and you put that into perspective of other sports, but hell, uh, even other combat sports, uh, there's one, there's one thing I can say. I mean, MMA has really good production value. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can't. It's not even that though, because it's like we're talking about with like obviously, uh, was it Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah, yeah, Wrestle Kingdom um, just happened. Yeah, uh, they had they literally they got a great shot of Naito with the title and like a rack oh, zoom, so and it was good. just. And it was really, really great. And I'm like, this is basic. This is like basic stuff. They, mm-hmm. Here's the thing. New J- you can, you, anyone can fault New Japan for anything. But if there's one thing you cannot fault them for, is they know how to use the camera to further illustrate the story going on within the match. You know what? It amazes me how much British companies love to work with Japanese companies and yet can't get a single ounce of their presentation. <laughs> You damn! Right. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Rev Pro. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> you have a working relationship with New Japan, guys. Come on. Oh I man, see. it is it is interesting. A lot of people have been coming out saying, "Oh, does this mean now that they can get a, a fresh face into the into the product? Are they going to bring people over from the UFC to kind of consult?" With WWE and how to go forward with production, Eric Bischoff's come out with a take saying they shouldn't change their production or their or their production um, techniques and uh, values. Which I say, Eric, be quiet. Uh- <laughs> Dog, you can't look at Kevin Dunn cutting to four different angles on someone getting beat down and be like, "Now nah, nothing needs to change it." Look, I'll say this: I will never forgive Kevin Dunn for fucking up AJ Styles' debut. That's that's so many debuts. It's fucking impressive at that point. It was like he had like a personal vendetta. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like like we said though, it's like like what did he have to keep him in the company? Like he must have had like the maddest dirt. Yeah. Real mad dirt. (laughs) 
I I I I dread to think what kind of things he had or what <laughs> things he had. Or he had well, he had probably had Vince over a barrel. Let's be honest. Hey. <laughs> but from what I've heard, Kevin's been wanting to do this for a while, ever since the whole Vince retirement thing first happened, and then after the TKO merger happened and Vince was kind of ousted uh, from his position of power. Kevin, that kind of sealed the deal for Kevin Dunn. Um, all I can say is um, it just means hopefully we can um, start to see at least somewhat a different, different, different production value in WWE. That is the hope. Because let's be honest, WWE didn't have that bad a year last year, honestly. Um, they had a really good, they had what was really crap was kind of well, well was really crap but they did have some really good like high moments honestly mm -hmm. um they didn't do too bad as a company if you ask me and that's saying mm -hmm. something <laughs> that i mean that's me saying this they didn't do too bad mm. i mean they didn't fuck up gunter's ic title reign which is something i was dreading that they were going to do at some point but actually triple h has been very kind of um sensible with gunter if you ask me <laughs> Um, but apart from that, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of different production values they will have. Hopefully so much better than what they already had previously. <laughs> Alright, I, I know TK is listening to me right now. Don't fucking hire Kevin Dunn. Oh, I, I swear to God, if TK hires... If Tony Khan hires Kevin Dunn for AEW... The more things change, the more things stay the same. Then we are all truly lost. <laughs> That's a species. That's that's how bad the influence of Kevin Dunn has been because I've kind of noticed this even with AEW, they started doing some of the same things that Kevin Dunn does. Yeah, they does. have. Mm. They have, and it's starting to really annoying me. Is he? He's like an. It has. Is the infection spreading? Has is WWE been the thing keeping it together? Is that it? Do we know if Do we know if Nick Mondo still works for for AEW on the? Uh, I think he does. Side? Like seriously, can we? Can because because his stuff has always been awesome. Can we just can, can we just promote him? Can we just promote him as head of production and just like no, 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 no. Kevin Dunn goes away and no, and Nick Mondo does it as only Nick Mondo can. He 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 grabs a light tube and swings it over <laughs> Dunn's head <laughs> whilst whilst flipping Last Resort is blaring in the background. Truly, the way things should be cut my life into pieces <laughs> right no kevin dunn great lot gone awesome hopefully 2024 will be a good year for wwe hopefully i hope so i feel like it should be i'm not here to make friends i'm here to make money is in the background as i'm thinking of that <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god Seth Rollins going, hey, 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 go cry me a river. <laughs> if I heard Seth Rollins say that in a promo, I think I'd actually just quit. I'd like uninstall. Oh. <laughs> oh, should we go over and talk a little bit about Wrestle Kingdom 18? Sure, let's do it. And let's talk about the Nemeth Brothers debuting. <laughs> Again, I still can't get over what you're saying. More and more years pass by, the more Dolph Ziggler looks like Bruce Campbell. As soon as you see it, it cannot be unseen. I'm sorry to have done that to you. 
Oh no! If anything, it's probably the best thing I've ever I've ever heard. Honestly, because I just want to see him in a Hawaiian shirt, just saying "groovy" all the time. It did actually make it work as well. Oh gosh! By the way, if anyone hasn't seen Multiverse of Madness, Bruce Campbell's cameo is tremendous in that film. Oh, it's so good. So <laughs> I just, I just, I just, I just love all the pictures. Like everyone was sharing the same picture of him just looking incredibly smug in a suit in the crowd, and I'm just like. I cool. He <laughs> <laughs> also may I may I just say Nick Nemeth is probably gonna. It, it, I would choose Nick Nemeth as global champion over David Finley every time. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Mostly Come on, you're not. You're not, you're not. I was gonna say you're not giving me a difficult choice there. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. By the way, that would I would champion... I rather have this slice of chocolate cake or would I rather have my foot run over by a car? <laughs> <laughs> May I just say that global championship as well looks beautiful. Yeah, because it's the inter it's the old intercontinental championship just made slightly smaller. Yeah, true. That is for true. <laughs> mm -hmm. They did still... all that just to get back to where they were before. <laughs> Circling back. They really are turning into WWE. No, I mean it uh... has it has given me a great um study on why the the bits that companies put in titles become so meaningless. <laughs> it's gone from the intercontinental to the something to the global, and it's like just like just just call it one thing. <laughs> Don't change the belt. Change the belt. <laughs> Don't keep just changing the synonyms. Oh, but then it was US, and then it was UK, and now it's global. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on, come on, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I, although that being said, the post-match interview where Nick Nemeth literally jumps over the, the, the interview table and attacks David Finlay. <laughs> he was watching the uh he was watching the quorum spot. Yes! <laughs> I was thinking that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh I also didn't realise that his middle name, I only came to realise that Nick Nemeth's middle name is Theodore. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nicholas T. Nemeth is now all elite. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, no. interested, I'm interested to see what he'll do, because I feel like he would just translate over pretty well. Yeah, honestly, I think I think this is more of a passion thing for him. Definitely being will in we, New Japan. Will we see the, the return of amateur wrestler Dolph Ziggler, a.k.a. Nick Nemeth? <laughs> Oh no, but he's going. He's introducing himself as the wanted man, Nick Nemeth, as well. And he got a whole video package of him in a bar. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I get? A, can I get one of those reaction pictures where it's just uh, his face and it says, "Who want me?" <laughs> true. True. Although that being said, this picture does make him look like he's in the remake of Roadhouse. Yes. This picture right here. I think that's how he envisions himself, really. Which, by the way, not a bad shout. I mean, Terry Funk in Roadhouse. Like, <laughs> that's, if there, there's worse characters in films to, to emulate yourself after. I don't know. You could, he, could, he could have picked someone from Schindler's List. I'm just saying. I mean, that would have been a choice. <laughs> anyway, other stuff happening from... Uh, in 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 Wrestle Kingdom 18, I won't go over every match, but um, I love the fact that uh, the president of New Japan 
continues to be a thorn in Zack Sabre Jr.'s side. <laughs> as God <laughs> bless Hiroshi Tanahashi, become president, give self-title, inspired. <laughs> salute the <laughs> salute the flag. I love wrestling. I love that it just makes Zack Sabre Jr. bring out the full Kent in him every time he loses to Tanahashi. Tana- Tanahashi said, nah, you're getting big dog today. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't work for me, brother. Exactly, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> oh, goodness. We had, uh, well, we had um, uh, the winner takes all match. We had the Gorillas of Destiny defeating uh, Bishimon. Which I'm a bit upset about because I love Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi, but you know they they're quite high on Gorillas of Destiny, so meh. It, it is what it is, I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, um, I, I did like the, uh, the 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 triple threat for the global championship. Honestly, uh, John Moxley being a, a really actually letting everyone know that he's a huge Batman fan by coming out in a red hood cosplay. Awesome! That was oh. interesting. I found That's that one interesting. interesting. Of all Which the characters, part- red hood. Real. Yeah. <laughs> Will Osprey actually getting a brand deal with Ubisoft to actually license Assassin's Creed? Which I thought was quite an interesting thing, but you know, to each their own. <laughs> he had he had a top hat and hidden blade and everything, Dad. You Ubisoft has been, getting into the res- has been getting into the wrestling game a lot last year. They really have. Is... They really, really have. Like I, I, I literally just finished um the the Captain Laserhawk, so I was kind of like. Because I, I saw Cody Rhodes there, and I was like, ah, oh, all right. And then Cody I saw... Rhodes for all of two minutes when his head gets exploded. <laughs> yep. And then, and then, <laughs> and then it, it also has Kenny Omega as well, I think. Which yeah, is... It's really weird. I like, like Captain Laserhawk is really weird. It for it's like just like a a cocaine fueled Ubisoft fever dream where Rayman is the primary antagonist. And Cody is, Rhodes just gets blown the fuck. It is the Don't worry about it. It is the definition of this makes no sense. Compels me though. <laughs> Who had Rayman takes cocaine on their 2023 bingo <laughs> bingo card? Hey, as someone if you who, didn't, you're not thinking the right things. Yeah, as someone who played a lot of Rayman back in the day, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. What are you saying to that? Same. Same. Ah. Oh, right, those two... The, the last two matches, though. Kazuchika Okada versus Brian Danielson 2. Lived up. I really, really enjoyed this one. And as I've said to a lot of people, pissed off Okada is best Okada. Yeah. And as we all know from history... Brian Danielson with an eye patch is always going to be the most unhinged version of Brian Danielson. <laughs> <Real>. Correct. <laughs> and boy, did I enjoy this match because basically the, the 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 mission statement from the pair of them was, "I am going to break something of yours." <laughs> <laughs> did you see the uh, one thing I will point out? Did you see the Okada's entrance? Everyone confused for a moment. Because he the music stopped and he had this blue light thing, and but everyone realized that he was wearing a like a like a plain white jacket. But then the UV light went over him, and these and the jacket changed color. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
Uh, and of course, the main event for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Yes, everybody, it's Tranquilo once more as Tetsuya Naito defeated Sonata in a quite a decent match, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, and again, I will always enjoy Naito winning the big one at the main event at Wrestle Kingdom. Even though, as you said, Dan, at this point, his knees are made of rice paper. <laughs> Crinkly beyond that. Rice paper. Honestly, beyond that. It's it's rough out here. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it though. It was it was not a bad it was not a bad event. It of course, you know, there have if you ask me, there have been better Wrestle Kingdoms, but I think it was it was saved a lot by those last two matches. Well, three matches actually now that I think about it. Yes, I even I will I will even say that a match that featured David Finley was not that bad a match, but that was only because John Moxley was in the match as well. I was going to say, I feel like part of that is not necessarily because of David Finlay. <laughs> the thing is, right, he's not even that bad. I just find him incredibly boring. Yeah, I, I hate to say it. Yeah. Like... <laughs> and this is, again, it just, it, 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 this, this is coming from a guy who really, when you think about it, has all the facets to actually be a really interesting kind of guy because he was trained by, not only by his dad, Fit Finley, but he was also trained by Satoshi Kojima. Like, the thing is, it's more like I just expect more. <laughs> Come on, Ghetto, do something with him for crying out loud. <laughs> no, uh, you, get bull you get Bullet Club again. God damn it. <laughs> you think that you think that the bullet club are ever going to, you know, run out of bullets or is it just like no. an infinite infinite ammo glitch? Okay. Infinite ammo glitch, especially when they went over from Jay White to a guy that looks like Jay White as leader again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, David Finley and Jay White, I mean, they're both long-haired bearded gaijin. What's have, the have, difference? <laughs> have they ever been seen in the same room? Probably. We'll it's just see. one. I was gonna say one carries a shillelagh and one carries a one. One's a knife pervert. So you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Say, say, say what you will. They unfortunately both occupy the same space of wet rat on the spectrum. <laughs> oh man. So, is there anything else, guys, in, in the world of, like, wrestling that we want to talk about? I mean, well, there oh. is one thing, but I don't want to touch it, touch it with a 10-foot bar. I think, I, think, I think we're good for now. <laughs> let's, Actually, there's, let's... there's one thing that we haven't mentioned. Oh, sorry. Oh. And it's... This picture will perfectly illustrate it. Cody Rhodes, <laughs> the story will never finish. <laughs> we all know so... the story's never getting finished. Never. Uh... Old Dwayne making his detentions felt and known about the head of the table. And it's like, uh, this time, not... Dwayne is saying that it that don't work for me, brother. <laughs> I bet you're somewhere when he saw that, Cody was like, God, I wish what happened to me and Captain Laserhawk come, comes true. <laughs> you know what? I just want to congratulate Cody Rhodes for winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale at WrestleMania. Congrats <laughs> to you. <laughs> Finish the story. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's oh. great! I love wrestling. <laughs> I love wrestling. It's pretty damn great, really. Mm -hmm. Hey, who knows? In six months' time, we could be seeing this again from him. <laughs> you never know. You never know. 
Oh, boys. Alrighty. With that, then, it is time to go over to Recommendation Corner. The first one of 2024. Reardon, you've got a couple, but you're going to start off with the uh, with something that we've never really done before. A recommendation, the best recommendation of 2023. Yes, I will. I figured seeing as this is an uh, annual award show, I decided to mix things up a little bit and give me my top recommendation of 2023. Now, when I say that, I want to make this clarify. What I recommend isn't what isn't like my favorite thing. It's not the best thing that I've recommended, but it is the thing of 2023 i really do feel more people should have seen or should see if there is anything that i have recommended that i really do honestly recommend you checking out it is this and my recommendation <laughs> oh my god sorry the, 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 the mix up of you saying and the one thing i recommend is this and then <laughs> sending the gif and kills me no that's oh, me yes. no, no, no. No. <laughs> technical stuff there bit peek behind the curtain but no the thing that i recommend the most of 2023 is polite society yeah it's the, it's the it's the piece of media that surprised me the most at how much i loved it and the thing that I feel not enough people have watched. Mm. So, if, hey. mm. yeah, if there is anything I want you to check out of 2023, it is Polite Society, hands down. I remember you talking about it and actually me going out of the way to actually go watch it. Mm. And you can understand, um, right? I can, I can absolutely understand. And it's a bloody crime that that film did not make its money back at the box office you know box office is always a funny thing but i just mm. i just want more people to see that movie really 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 do but my recommendation to start off 2024 i must ask you guys a question guys how do you feel about dogs great what the mm. dog doing what the dog doing oh no <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I, I I am a canine person. <laughs> I will admit I am more of a cat person, but I have I have warmed up to dogs as I've gotten older and more mature. Arf. and they have stopped jumping up on me for God's sake. <laughs> but so my recommendation is the comic book series Beasts of Burden, which is essentially what if dogs did john constantine shit which is an incredibly interesting concept yes yeah. the premise is that the premise is that a group of dogs and one cat which i love help um, help the uh help their town of burden hill um face the paranormal now it this does have a content advisory warning because i know people love animals if you love animals and you just cannot take seeing them being hurt do not read this comic book series for the love of god seriously don't they <laughs> do not fuck around at all but if you can take that it is frankly incredible <laughs> <laughs> with some yes. of the best writing best characters really like really good ghost stories across the board and also a witch is familiar that worships the, the, the Egyptian goddess Sekhmet. Mm. 
and and rats that and rats that are, <laughs> are that are a part of a cult. Huh, well, <laughs> I feel like rats would be. Yeah, 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 they absolutely would be. It is beautiful. The artwork is incredible. Some of the stories are absolutely like heart wrenching because again, dogs. But no, I I I I just saw it on a whim that about it, and then I checked it out, and I have not been able to stop reading since. It is <laughs> highly recommended. Uh, yes, and and, and and one more thing, and one more thing. There is a crossover with Hellboy. There is a crossover with Hellboy. See, I remember when you told me that earlier before we recorded. I was like, I, I thought it was it would be kind of like I, I was saying it in a joking way, and then I realised that you when you said that, I was like, all right, maybe I do need to give this a read. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that right? God really good shit. Damn it. Ah, oh, good recommendation, Reed. And honestly, this is the... Th I mean, um, you coming out swinging in 2024 mm. with me looking to purchase it because I need something good to read. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, yeah. All right, with that, it is time to get on with the switching wagwaggies for 2024. Now, same rules as always as ever. Rather than it being a fan-voted poll, it's more kind of just like a muckabout with us as we talk about our favourites of the year. But first time, we're going to have a new person here with us as we are going to be joined by regular Melee Hellbot. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that you're here with us, sir, because we are going to start off with a brand new award. The first category is... Oh my? The Melee Hellbot Nation Award. <laughs> oh, what could this be? Now, this is a war an award dedicated solely to our favourite episode, which featured our compatriot, Mr. Melee Hellbuns. That's such a lovely award. So, no matter what happens, Melee, you've won. Uh, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> truth is, the game was rigged from the start. <laughs> that is the truth. That is the truth. So... I'm going to start, I'll start off with myself. Uh, the the award for me that, uh, for the, that goes to this one is the Mark Henry episode during Black History Month. I think just the fact that we all, again, just like the Bad News Brown episode, we all just got a little bit shocked and amazed by Mark Henry's career. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty amazing. And it was it just really all of us getting going a bit, going like, Mark Henry's fucking based, isn't yeah. he? It it really was a a treat of of factoids. <laughs> oh man! So that is my my uh, my uh, who the awards going to on my uh, part, Dan. Your favorite? Who who is the uh, Melody Hellbutt Nation Award going to? What episode? Uh, for me, it has to go to a, a real landmark episode. I feel like for us. A real personal favourite of mine. Um, um, I think I know. My Melee Hellbot Nation Award is going to the Sin Car episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because I Sorry. bloody love that episode. <laughs> the, the, the moment that everything changed. <laughs> yes. Oh, goodness. Oh, Reardon. Yes, my recipient for the melee bot nation award will go to the first episode that i ever did yeah hi oh, very, true. very true the, a, a, a truly landmark episode for the podcast and 
a very good a very good one because that was the episode which melee help what just was silent for the most of it because he was very <laughs> interested. <laughs> he got totally invested in that episode. <laughs> My white ass was sitting and listening. <laughs> so I, I will give that award to that. Is it bias? Yes. Moving on. You're but, acting like none of this is like this is it meant to be unbiased. No, not <laughs> <laughs> None of this is unbiased. We are unashamedly biased in this. That is true. That is so true. I have to ask, Melee, did you nominate a recipient for your own award? I have actually. This was very hard for me to choose. So I'm actually going to first do a honorable mention for this. And that will have to be when we watch Heroes of Wrestling. <laughs> That's yeah. a real icon a... moment. Mm, yeah, it almost made me quit podcast altogether, but I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a very, very nice soft spot for this, the one here, and that has to be, and I'm kind of cheating on this because this is technically two episodes when me and Tony watch uh, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling Connection. Yeah. Yeah. That was just so much fun. <laughs> oh, those were unhinged, I think is the word. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. gosh, that was a lot of fun, those ones. And we definitely yeah. have to do something like that soonish. Ooh, spoilers Ooh. potentially. Ooh. Link? <laughs> later, Melee, later. Okay. Anyway, good, good. Good nominees mm. all round, and I yeah. think all of those do deserve the Melee Hellbot Nation Award. Uh, yeah. Don't worry, we will post that award and that and that trophy to you soon enough, Melee. Yes. Thank you, thank you. Yes. Alrighty, let's go on and let's start with one of the big ones. Uh, uh-huh. One of the big ones. Best pay-per-view of the year. Ooh. Now, I don't know about you, chaps, but I have my top three for this one. Um... And uh, uh, let's start off with let's start off with Reardon. What did you have as your best pay per view slash premium live event? Oh, 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 get that, get that, get that out of here! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not using corporate guide lingo. Yeah. <laughs> so, I I have to say, I, I when I was I have to like I'm gonna put my cards on the table here. When I was actually doing my list for this year. I found myself really struggling, and I was kind of like, was mm. really not that good last year? Was was <laughs> What was going on? <laughs> I, will, I will say, as years go for wrestling, it's both an astonishingly... Like, the problem is, right, all the highs are, like, really, really high, mm. and the rest is just really low average. Yeah. <laughs> like, we are, like, we witness, like... Very much what I'm going to call a Shohei Otani year. (laughs) 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 Of like very high highs and then just everything else is just below. Yeah. So I I don't... You saying that made me realise I was going to get a Shohei Otani jersey the other day. (laughs) Do it. If you want a Shohei Otani jersey, get it. So I, I I will admit... And with all of the answers for this year, I'm generally not happy with. I to be quite <laughs> honest, it feels a bit off just because I think it was a bit of a weird, wonky kind of year. 
Mm-hmm. Having that been said, I will give. I will go for all in London. <laughs> Ooh, that was a good like one. bias there, isn't there? Really? Oh, like again, we are biased here. <laughs> we are absolutely biased here. We are unfortunately I... British. Yeah, we are in- unfortunately British. I feel like the atmosphere there was just something so utterly wild. Yes, like as 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 AEW gives water to the dying men that are the British wrestling scene. <laughs> I mean, where's the life, folks? Yeah, it's not wrong. Pulling off some truly great moments, so I will have to give it to All In. Will All In twenty four be as good? I have no idea. We'll have to find out. Well, they're charging up the arsehole with ticket prices, so... Oh, <laughs> God, are they? Oh, are they? And then some, so... I don't even know if we'll make it that all in 24 now. Ah, that's fine. We'll just, we'll, just, we'll just watch it at someone's house. <laughs> we'll watch it over at Melee's house. We'll actually go to do... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Probably be cheaper than getting the tickets. This Honestly. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, let us move over to Melee. What was your best pay-per-view of the year? Ooh, I'm going to have to be very biased with this, but because <laughs> I've actually been there, and that will probably have to be DPW Live 3. Yeah. I just had so much fun. First of all, like, jumping ahead, I'm, I'm just going to say DPW is my promotion of the year, so yeah. just... <laughs> the, the, they consistently give me like some of the best matches like all year. Like I'm mm-hmm. not this is just like Western Hemisphere base, but every time I watch it, I always expect something good and they always deliver. And the the atmosphere there for being like a very tiny place, but everyone cheering like it's all in. Like it's just amazing. It was it's uh, nice. I, I I watched that as well and I I don't know if it came across if it was there as well, but stream you could tell that there was this palpable atmosphere that was just unlike many events that were going on in wrestling that year. Mm. It's it's like watching like those early ROH like pay per view stuff. It's mm. it's something special. I will actually have because obviously this is going to be my bias pick for pay per view, but. If I wanted to be a bit more objective, I might have to go with AW All Out 2023. Mm. Especially given the the controversy after All In with the with you know the curfew men punk. Yeah. This was the especially this being just like two weeks after that. They pretty much had a lot to prove. And they delivered like three match of the year contenders on that night and yeah. it's unbelievable how they that off so yeah those are my choices <laughs> good choices good choices mm-hmm. indeed dan pay-per-view of the year sir um obviously there is the option of being incredibly biased um we did we did in fact go to uh all in it was a lot of fun um for my money though the pay-per-view that i enjoyed the most this year was actually aw wrestle dream Oh, nice. I, yeah, it was probably the one I actually enjoyed the most. <laughs> and that's really going to be a theme for this lit, for theme for my picks. They're things that I enjoy. <laughs> yes. 
all in all in was good and obviously um i'd like to do i'd love to do the whole you are now witnessing a moment in history spot um <laughs> given everything that happened afterwards um but no wrestle dream just kind of gave me everything i was looking for and gave me some really really good matches which has kind of stuck with me since that happened yes mm-hmm. all in was great i feel like more of it stuck with me because i was there as opposed to just because of the matches mm. that makes mm. sense so for me top three uh special shout outs and mentions that i'll go to all in london obviously because of course we were there and i feel for me it gets it gets extra points for uh not necessarily the event itself but the atmosphere and the, the just the good vibe nature of what was going on in there and the fact that we met so many people that we've just been talking to online as well um yeah. yes everybody i can confirm that donut cass is indeed a real human being i mean <laughs> let's not go nuts <laughs> chair on the other hand <laughs> but no top three uh wrestle dream comes in number three again as you said dan it's something that i really enjoyed and they absolutely were so happy with how well they pulled that um that event off uh even though i will say myself my personal favorite matches come from that were claudio versus josh barnett and eddie versus shibata but again that is me just being a a a, a gremlin uh, <laughs> but there is one match in particular that i will like and i don't want to spoil that because we'll get to that later at number two was ddt wrestle peter pan 2023 uh really freaking enjoyed this um what this uh peter pan especially because there yep. were so many like amazing like um matches and title matches going on of course we had eruption defeating Haramel for the six-man tag titles which was really good we had Cheetan and pokotan defeating andre's a giant panda and super sasadango machine that was one of the matches yes junakiyama and shigs defeating harashima and yukio naya which was oh i i love I, I just love mid like like middle age Junakiyama <laughs> so much. He's Real. doing such amazing stuff. All right, granted, I know a lot of people were miffed off, but that being what it is, Matt Cardona did actually not have a bad turnout against Tetsuya Endo. It could have been a lot worse, mm. but he did not do too bad. Of course, that meant he was Universal Champion. We had. Uh, Kanosuke Takeshita defeating Yuki Ueno in a tremendous match and for me being the guy that I am and being a huge fan of his it was such a cool moment to see Chris Brooks become the KOD openweight champion um, thoroughly mm-hmm. deserved of his as well because he has been working his ass off in Japan um, doing some really I think the best work of his career and I'm actually really glad that he took the chance to go to Japan rather than not getting a like an NXT UK contract or staying within the British Indies. I'm kind of glad that Japan has adopted has adopted him as their own. <laughs> so it was a great event all in all and I really enjoyed it. But for me, pay-per-view of the year, the one that takes it DPW second anniversary. Ooh. Yeah. Good choice. I was I, I I really did enjoy it, and I was watching it along with with the guys over in Based World uh, until I ended up getting. I think it was up until about the No Holds Barred match with Andrew Everett and BK Westbrook, and then I had to like 
like I had to stop because I was getting way, way too tired. But honestly, <laughs> those last three matches were tremendous. The tag title match, the guns defeating the workhorsemen for the t- tag championships, Calvin Tankman defeating Colby Carino in the, for the world's title, and then of course that main event, um, Yuki Takase defeating Emi Sakura for the women's championship. That match is so good. <laughs> <laughs> and that is su- it was an amazing way to cap off the second anniversary and indeed to cap off the tremendous year that deadlock uh pro wrestling has had i will absolutely again, it, it will not be the last time you hear me talking about uh De- deadlock in on this award ceremony but that was my pay-per-view of the year all righty let's go over to another fun award the WTF award. The award that made us go, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm going to imagine that most of us, if not all of us, will have one or two that are the exact same. Oh, we probably will. Probably will. Okay. So let's start with Melee. I actually have no idea for this. <laughs> I'll go last for this. All right, in that case, then. Because I, I need to hear what you guys are putting, so I so okay. can get an idea. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll begin then. So, I've got a top three for this. At number three, Jack Perry versus CM Punk at All in London. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest match that you never saw. <laughs> the greatest match that was caught on camera and made Tony Khan fear for his life. <laughs> Oh, the the one thing, the nexus point for wrestling as we know it to completely turn on its axis. Yeah. Talking about that, there's another thing that turned the wrestling world on its axis. At number two, it's the TKO merger. Okay, <laughs> that's a strong, that's a strong, I hadn't even considered that one, yeah, actually. I considered that. Yeah, that's, that's actually very good. Really good. Uh, I legitimately was one of the most weirdest sights of seeing... Um, senile Vince McMahon looking like a snake oil salesman doing the Hulk Hogan taunt at the New York <laughs> Stock Exchange. Look like fucking Gomez Adams on roids. Yeah. <laughs> Gomez Adams if he was made of candle wax. Um, <laughs> but at number one, and I think it's pretty damn obvious what made all of us, and I mean all of us go, what the fuck? CM Punk returning to WWE. <laughs> it's again, it's a it's a strong contender. I feel like subliminally, I went into this into this one being like, I'm not, I'm gonna try and not give CM Punk this award, but I do hear it. <laughs> yeah. So that is my WTF award. It goes straight to CM Punk's WWE return. Reardon, what? Who does the WTF award go to for you? Okay. So I have. Eight. Yeah, I have a. I have a. That's a really strong list. That is a really strong <laughs> list. I must say. I must say. So, my, I will say my number one is CM Punk returning to the WWE. Hey, it is. But yeah. but but I will. It. I will say it is only by a hair. Mm. Because if that Ooh. had not happened, my what the fuck award would be the. It would be the upcoming return of TNA. 
real. <laughs> that is real. That's, that's so real for that. That's just, that's just a, as, as a moment where I realized that TNA might actually never fucking die. We are so back. <laughs> yeah, like, like, holy shit, this shit might actually be immortal. <laughs> that is utterly, utterly utterly ridiculous <laughs> and i and any other year any other year that would have won hands down for me yeah <laughs> because i feel like a lot of the other stuff is within the parameters the, the only one that i would say isn't within the parameters is the tko merger but mm. the others i feel is kind of in the parameters but tna coming back just it's it is a thing that just should not be and yet is. <laughs> so yeah, that is definitely gonna be my one. Oh man, that is a very good, strong choices there. Dan, WTF award, who's it going to this year? There are some very, very strong contenders, and I hear all of those. <laughs> At my number three, I've gone for um Emi Sakura not being all in Thank and yeah. them giving oh, yeah, um, yeah. the queen entrance to Soraya because mm, yeah. the fuck? I think even then, as it was happening, when we were there at Wembley, we were like, yes. what the fuck? Yeah. Um, number two is going to go to every single random Legends return I've seen invariably happening. My main <laughs> one being the appearance of Savio Vega <laughs> from out of the woodwork to appear at Backlash in Puerto Rico. Getting because getting, getting the hometown pop, may I add? I was not expecting that to happen. But I feel like a very big contender for the WTF award has been missed out here. Mm -hmm. In amongst the CM Punks, the Brawl Outs, the Jack Perry Go Crimea Rivers. <laughs> The TKO merger, there has been another company which has been astonishingly and astoundingly awful. I believe that my WTF award has to go to the NWA. <laughs> because may I remind people that they at the start of the year they were challenging to be a legitimate like super indie promotion. And then Billy Corgan just decided no. We had the Tyrus title run. We had we had them we had them working through a TV deal with the CW network and then losing it because they had Father James Mitchell do fake coke. We had Alex Riley botching a suicide. Like, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're I feel right. I feel like the contributions of Billy Corgan and the NWA have been unjustly missed. That is but the WTF award. That is for the best. Actually, on the subject, actually, and I, I'm sorry to cut you off, Melee, because I know you're you're on the you you've got yours. I want I do want to put in another honorable mention, and that is a, a one that I think that legitimately I think we forgot about in the maelstrom that was that was frankly I think I think frankly CM Punk leaving AEW was the moment the bottom fell out of 2023 because afterwards yes. the entire wrestling scene got so fucking strange and bad it was 
what what a run but i will say one thing that we forgot to mention that i will mention now and that is rick flair hopping into aew Ooh. A moment like it legitimately had legitimately had loads of people going, what what the what? That is definitely one of them. Um, but he's one of those people where I feel like just all legacy, he always kind of weasels his way in. Yeah, I, I, for, get, I get your point. I think it has to do less with Ric Flair coming and then more with TK being so high up about being, oh, you know what, Mr. McMahon, he's such a sex pest, blah, blah, blah. And then he hires one of the biz- biggest sex pests around just weeks after making that tweet. It's just so bizarre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, mainly, what do you got? What do you have for the award? See, now that I've heard you guys, I've, I've actually have two and well. Spoilers for number one. It, I'm surprised none of you have mentioned it, so I will. But with my honorable mention, has to be when DPW announced that they were doing tours. With the yeah. first one being in New Jersey for on April, the one that I went to, my first DPW show. Even crazier than that, just a few days later, after doing their first show on tour, they go to Japan for a two-night event. They're fucking crazy for that. Yeah. How do they do it? <laughs> they really were. And now for one of the biggest moments, biggest what the fuck moments of the year that I'm surprised none of you have mentioned is Shane McMahon blowing his cards <laughs> at WrestleMania. <laughs> the McMahon family curse. <laughs> no, uh, see, I have that, but I have that for a different award. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know what? I respect that. <laughs> it's the best moment of the year, isn't it? <laughs> we'll get to it. We will get to it. Best oh, match of the year. <laughs> Again, I'm I'm so sorry, but I have to stress to you that I've put in the video of, of Tyrus versus EC3. That was four months ago. Oh my lord. Jesus. Uh, and st- I think it's Tyrus is still trying to get out of the ring. Um, that was this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, last year, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Fuck me. All right, that is that's some really, really strong, strong award winners for the WTF award. I can't lie. Yeah, I can't argue with any of your any of yours. I can't argue. <laughs> Alrighty, let us head over then to best promotion of twenty twenty three. A lot of strong contenders, if you ask me, this year. And a lot Mm -hmm. of them, if you ask me, are outside of the mainstream. Absolutely. Oh my god, they are. (laughs) Yeah, like, this is the year of the indie promotion, honestly. Absolutely. So we're going to start off with Dan. Cool. Uh, At number three... uh... I believe at this point it has appeared in every single one of my promotion of the year list. Someone will have to check the stats on that. Number three, TJPW. I still yes. love it. It's still great. It's always running mm-hmm. in the background. There's normally something to keep me interested at least once a month. Consistently high output. Miyu Yamashita is still amazing, <laughs> if anyone was unsure about that fact. Um, oh, my God. So great. Um, number two... It's probably going to be a weird one for most people. Sam it knows immediately where I'm going with this. <laughs> um, a tag team 
who are also in my tag team of the year awards, uh, producing some of the best independent wrestling shows in Japan. Yes. Uh, number two goes to KT Dan. Yep. God, it's so great. Um, and number one, where's all my hog dippers at? It's DPW. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. It just consistently high output. Like, you can't argue with it. Some of my favorite matches I've seen, some of my favorite talent I've seen brought in. God damn, we've now got, um, uh, like, I say Mason Mansour, um, everything god i'm so excited for what's coming for dpw like melee's already said that real like early roh feeling is so in yeah i gotta i gotta i gotta keep an eye on dpw this year definitely don't worry we all will help you (laughs) we will all help you reardon in that (laughs) regard uh speaking of reardon promotion of the year sir so this is less promotion of the year and more promotion that did not piss that pissed me off the least that year. Real? Cause God eleven. So <laughs> and I have to give that award to Impact Wrestling. Yeah. Real. No, seriously, Real. Impact was gonna be like my honorable mention. Impact yeah. had an had had a really weird year where the first half of the year was kind of like 50-50, but the second half of the year was really strong. Yeah, it, it's like it was like a sputtering card that just kind of finally evened out by the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, and then what with the and what with the announcement of TNA and the passion that evolved. Yeah, I gotta give it to him. I gotta give it to him. And... Again, shout out to them for the, the Alex Shelley title run. It's got yeah. like, unbelievably yeah. hard. See what I mean? Like like I feel like it, it it was like even even as it even when it was shaky, it was still solid. Oh yeah. So I'm I I will be giving it to Impact Wrestling this year. Hell yes. Melee Hellbot. I don't think it'll come as much of a surprise, <laughs> but what is your promotion of the year, sir? I mean, it's pretty much obvious. DPW consistently. <laughs> yes, sir. Almost, almost every preview, you're bound to get a match that you might even say it's match of the year. They always deliver, even on when the matches are like at a low point. They're still very consistently good, and I'm just gonna say it right now: Black Excellence. That's all I'm saying. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes, honorable mention for me would go to Impact slash TNA. I don't know. It's Scott Demore did something to really it, bring them back into. It's into... really like he's finally cracked the code. Yeah, legitimately, and they had some incredible shows. Uh, they had an international tour over here that sold out every t- every night. They sold out in the UK, which shows you just how strong they have gotten since kind of well since the impact since the, the impact kind of downturn and coming back up i can't fault them for that and bloody hell i'm so looking forward to tna this year like you would not believe i'm so excited for that but top three and number three is a company that is always and has not stopped being in my top three for the past few years and that's ddt pro consistently Mm -hmm. still putting on fucking awesome matches if you ask me and i haven't watched enough ddt this year all i'm saying is this DDT, please, can you just put the title back on Higuchi? <laughs> yeah. Because that man is unbelievably underrated, and that man should have the rocket fucking strapped to him. <laughs> Number two, I am very glad that I got this year got to watch more and more. 
of it, and it goes to CMLL. Yes. Mm. Oh my god, they have been producing some awesome Lucha Libre like you would I really want I really wanted to put CML on my list, but I've, like I've watched like five matches all year. <laughs> like yeah. legitimately, I feel like Mystico has more than redeemed himself for his past transgression as Sig. Oh yeah. <laughs> more so this year, he has been on an absolute tear in CMLL as middleweight champion. But of course. Free for free, baby. It's Deadlock Pro Wrestling at number one. Yes, sir. God damn, they cooking. I'm just saying DPW's... this. They're, they're, they're the third best company in America. There, I said but it. They pretty much are. They re- they they genuinely are. And it, and you're right. It feels like 2002, 2003 Ring of Honor, where it was the talk of the industry. And I feel DPW is doing that same thing. Am I a little worried now that Lucky Ali and Jay Malachi have gone to WWE? To a certain extent, yes. But I could not be any happier for those two because they bloody deserve it. Get that bag. You absolutely get that bag. But if you ask me, what um, James, Tony and Johnny have been able to produce has been nothing short of incredible. And of course, the credit as well goes to everybody else who works behind the scenes. If memory serves me correct, I believe BoJack books the shows as well, if memory serves me correct. I, I think, think I've so. heard something about BoJack booking shows. I might have been helping my, out. Helping out. I may have gotten my, my wrestlers mixed up, but everyone's been doing an amazing job from the production crew to the bookers to the talent that they bring in. Man, they've been doing so freaking well, and I'm so looking forward to 2024 mm-hmm. with with with, the, with with DPW. Also, um, uh, another thing with them, you know what? James, Tony, and Johnny having the balls to give Emmy Sakura her first North American title ring. That's all I'm mm-hmm. saying. TK, yeah. you're a coward. Yeah, no, yes. no, no, TK is absolutely a coward for that. I think TK is Johnny. All, all I'm saying is this: I think people in America would actually. Uh, uh, actually get behind someone who literally is a Freddie Mercury cosplayer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no, DPW, number one, promotion of the year, without a shadow of a doubt. Alrighty. Time to go over to one of my personal favourite awards, the Lindsay Dorado Fuck Around and Find Out <laughs> Award for absolutely <laughs> clowning on someone. <laughs> what? What competitive year. <laughs> really this, is, this, is, this has been an astounding year. <laughs> so, okay, so I'm going to start off with the man who came up with this award, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Again, there are some great contenders this year. Like some really, really great contenders this year um, across the whole industry from many, many different aspects. Yeah. You know, legends, new talent breaking through, the big companies, the small companies. Um, I kind of referenced this in an earlier conversation. Um, <laughs> my award for the uh, Lindsay Dorado fuck around and find out. Uh, award this year is going to Kaito Kiyomiya for getting <laughs> absolutely big dogged by Okada. <laughs> I don't think it's 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 a tough for me to express how much this like whole thing with Kaito kicking Okada and like starting this whole feud only for him to get horrendously big dogged. 
<laughs> like Okada was just there and just went, nah, you're about to learn why I have the place I have and beat seven bells of hell out of him. And then Kaito's had a very quiet second half of the year since. It's frankly impressive how badly it has gone since that match. Like, it built so much hype, and we all saw the promise, only to only to see Kaito just kind of get shuffled into the fold and Okada become, like, borderline god ascension. Yeah. And it brought out old, pissed-off old man Okada, who has been one of the best forms. Yes. Really one of the best forms. It, it's it's absolutely incredible how this has ended out. So that is my award for this year. <laughs> Good. Amazing choice there, Dan. Reardon, who wins the fuck around and find out award? I have to give it to Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah. Strong winner. Strong winner. Strong, strong win. I feel just because it, and it has to be him because he's got legacy behind him. Oh, yeah. After mm-hmm. everything has been said and everything that he has said and all of the things he has done, that is the way he goes out. Yeah. That is the way he goes out. I, it's not justice, not nearly. No, 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 no. No, no. This no, world no. knows no justice. This world knows <laughs> zero justice. If there's anything 2023 has taught us, it's that there is no such thing as justice. But <laughs> there is such a thing as, let's call it fate. <laughs> Event- eventually, he will meet. He will meet vengeance. Yeah, <laughs> and I do feel that. Just for the sheer historical factor of it, it has to give given. It has to be given to Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. Oh, good choice there. Good choice there, Reardon. Melee, who have you got this year? Well, it's very hard because I decided to do these things like eleven minutes before we started. But <laughs> I'll have to choose since Reardon already said Vince. I might have to go with NWA losing their TV deals. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that is very much fuck around and find out. <laughs> that is legitimately fucked. They legitimately fucked around and found out. <laughs> How does it feel to know that Father James Mitchell is indirectly responsible for a company like being financially <laughs> ruined? <laughs> Just, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even because know. of what his boss told him to do. Go <laughs> <laughs> on, Sam. Truly- Truly is the Alrighty, um, I want. <laughs> I want to give an honourable mention once more to Izzy's dad for reigniting his feud with Vince. <laughs> God damn it! It's the sir. gift that keeps on giving. Really, it literally, literally is. But for me, I feel like it can only go to one person, ladies and gentlemen. The 2023 recipient for the Lindsay Dorado Fuck Around and Find Out Award goes to Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> yep, real. What were you doing? I was going to say, reemploys CM Punk, creates a whole show for him, goes to London, and what happens? <laughs> he God, ends up endangering so his own life. There you go. <laughs> that is so real. Oh, me, oh, my. There's a domino effect in there somewhere. <laughs> it really is. 
uh, remembers the Oppenheimer tweet I made about Tony Khan that one yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but those are actually really strong, strong, strong winners for the fuck around. There were so many, so many so- strong. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There, it was a str- it was a strong field this year. <laughs> yeah, like I, I even feel I feel like God. Like I even feel. Like, am I being dumb with my one? But no, like any other year, that would have that would have been a unanimous. I think yeah. I think it says something that this that this is the first year where we haven't had a unanimous one. Yeah, it really. Yeah, I really. Normally, I think we are pretty on point with that, but no. <laughs> Jesus Christ! If twenty twenty, remember I said, said the lows are low this year. Yes, mm. I was about <laughs> literally about to say that, Dad. Alrighty. Let us go over to another sort of little fun award, Bump of the Year. Or as I like to call it, the Dick Togo Award. Yes, nominally the Dick Togo Award. Uh, This is for the favourite or the silliest, probably our most favourite bump of the year. And I'm just going to say mine really straight out of the gate. I don't have a top three. My one, of course, is CM Punk choking out Jack Perry. No, wait, no, 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 no. (laughs) No, my one actually is Samoa Joe throwing CM Punk into the announcer's table at all. <laughs> that was great. That that was that was karma for something that happened. That was immediate karma for him, wasn't it? Good and job. Samoa That's Joe it, throwing I'm the white I'm giving no a context on why this is the Dick Togo Award. And <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's literally it. Oh man. Oh, that's I love awesome. that. I love that. But also, yeah, that Samoa Joe CM Punk spot with with him was Joe doing the wanker hand sign right after. Yes. <laughs> God, he was so real for that. He was oh, yeah. so real. Yeah, that that's the one for bump of the year. Melee, who have you got for the Dick Togo oh, award? This is this is very hard. Because my honorable mention has to be what Dan already posted earlier with Tyrus doing whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, that, that should be illegal. I don't know. How that... <laughs> Man, I've but... done I've done big splashes in backyard wrestling that were better than that. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, because you know I'm a filthy casual, so I only watch a few wrestling shows. But from what I remember, I think. My bump of the year, you know, besides Shane, whatever he did, <laughs> has to be that I forgot. I don't know what the move is called exactly, but it was like uh, Will Osprey and Kenny Omega with a tiger driver. Oh God! Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes, that might be my <laughs> bump of the year. Landed on his head. <laughs> yeah. Love. That's, yes. That's my yes. I love it. I love it. We do love head trauma here at the Sweet Chin. <laughs> mm-hmm. At least for bump of the year, we do. Yeah, bump of the year. Oh, Dan. Um, for me, there was only really one winner because in a year where we've had like you know the Will Osprey Kenny Omega thing and like you know dangerous spots, whatever. I think there's only one I can give it to, which is from All In. Mm-hmm. And it is the Sting table spot where he jumped yeah. off, the table didn't break, he then got up, did it again, and <laughs> broke the table. That man is 62 years old. And he said, no, we're doing this spot. 
<laughs> and I love him so much for it. It's so <laughs> great. <laughs> oh, love it. Love it. That was an amazing spot all in. That and finally, Reardon, your bump of the year. Okay, so... At number, what would number would it be actually? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think about my number. Yeah, at number three, we will be having Gunther slapping the shit out of Sheamus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> real. During yes. WrestleMania. It's so real. Yes. A man who fight, who who saw all the big men in the ring with him and said, "Finally, worthy opponent." <laughs> <laughs> you saw it was WrestleMania as well. It's like, yeah, ah, and, yes, yes, and, and cut looking. down and cut down and and did chops to those men that would rattle their ancestors. <laughs> Disgusting. Loved it. Number two, this almost won out. It almost won out, and that is all in. John Moxley getting stabbed in the fucking head. Oh, oh yeah. Which is, and having, and which almost won because it almost made everyone of the sweet chin wag immediately hurl. Yeah, yeah. That's because we're sickos, though. Yeah, <laughs> we all, all three. I saw all three of us go like just. But, no. But can can I say one of my favorite moments about all of that, which is uh, we were down on the floor seats and there was like a group of people with us where it was like a guy, it was like two guys that brought their girlfriends or whatever. Oh, yeah. And when that happened, they like turned around and were like, no, we can't watch this. Meanwhile, we're just there. Like, Gremlin's going, blood, 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 blood. <laughs> we paid for blood. <laughs> just, oh, horrible, horrible, horrible. But. <laughs> But, and in any other time, that would have been the one that won. Mm. But it was 2023. <laughs> so the award must go to Shane McMahon popping his fucking And you Very, very, I, I love the effort of calling that a bump. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I love it. No, I count that as a bump. No, uh, it is. <laughs> just take a take a bump, kid. Yeah, that's a match. Just, just the, are you kidding me? Just an absolute. Are you kidding me? Just with, for further notice, you blew out both of your quads. Yeah, <laughs> there's a really big hole in them. With, with the with the parentheses of of um the Miz taking the taking the shoot elbow drop from Snoop Dogg. <laughs> he was so real for that. <laughs> he's Just... a real student of the game to improvise Snoop, a call about on the fly. Snoop, Snoop Dogg's a real worker. Just mm -hmm. God, what a stupid fucking match! But it gets fucking yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it! Yeah, those are bloody good. Honestly, for bump of the year again, it's been quite. It has been quite a strong year for bump of the year. It's been an interesting year for. I'll yeah. say that much. Oh gosh! Alrighty, let us get over to the last two. 
more sillier categories for the year. Let us start off then with best drip of 2023. Who had I don't the know, best gear? I don't know what you're talking this about. This is like, honestly, I think best drip of the year might be our, our most <laughs> legitimate wagon. <laughs> the, more think, actually, the more I think about it, I think you're right. Really. That's, that's the one where we actually get legitimately angry with each other's Yeah, choices. no, this is true. This is true. All right, then. Uh, Reardon, then, I'll let you start off with your drip of the year. There's only one person who gets it. Only one person who gets it. And that goes for two words. And that is Tony Storm. Yes. It's Real. a great pick. It's a yes. great pick. Yes. Oh, oh, and she gets it not just for the drip, but the consistency of the drip. Yes. She Nothing. really. You know, the thing is, I've never noticed someone so committed to almost like period accuracy with their yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is a thing. She is going for like that is someone who has what Sunset Boulevard, but like she does. really embraces her in a Rita Hayworth. Yeah, yes. Like I, it has been a delight. I personally always love that style, and she makes it look good. And and you know how I know is because when we saw the All In posters, she was the only one in black and white because they yes. knew they <laughs> fucking knew. So I'm a, I'm a. It's got to be Tony Storm, hands down. Not even a competition this year. Not even a competition. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Melee Hellbot, drip of the year. Uh, I, I'm not even sure, but I might just have to go with Emi Sakura. Like her, her entire like royal, like royal fit is 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 just sells on me. Like it it mm. signifies how much she carried like. The women's division DPW, yep. and the mm -hmm. potential that she could have carried in AW if TK grew some balls. Yeah, if, T if Tony Khan wasn't cringe, fucking let him yeah, know. I'm just saying, her coming out to, uh, I forgot the name of the song, but you know, the Queen, like yeah. coming out to Queen mm -hmm. with that outfit would would have been like all timer. Mm. All I'm saying is, people are telling me that Tony Khan's an OG poster. He's not. No. He's not. He's not. He's not a true poster. <laughs> good choice very very good choice there in their life dan who have you got for drip of the year um i'm gonna give my honorable mention to what i'm calling punish danielson which is just brian danielson with the eye patch because my god oh, it's like a man that it's like a man that refuses to die and embrace what? that fully yeah. <laughs> yes yeah it literally is isn't it? um my my win perhaps controversially, drip of the year this year, is going to go to Swerve Strickland and Prince Nana. Real. Mm, Real. For, bring, for just bringing the vibe. Bad. The gear tells you everything you need to know in the comparison of the silly to the serious. Exactly who Swerve is, what he's about. I witnessed this man turn up to a pay-per-view in basically a long fur coat and a shysty. That's yeah, that's no. unfathomably based. Yeah, you're you're very very right. That's a very correct <laughs> choice. <laughs> Good, very very solid choice there, Dan. If you ask me, uh, my honourable mention actually was also Venom Danielson. <laughs> Venom Danielson. <laughs> Where's Liquid <Literally>. Danielson? <laughs> what? what? No, that's John no, that was John Moxley when he had the iPad. <laughs> Liquid Danielson would probably be 
Solid Daniels. No, I was going to say Solid Snake would be Hangman Page when he had the iPad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, real. Actually, no. Hangman Page would be more Snake Pliskin. Actually, the more I think about it. Yeah. Honestly, legitimately, I think I think. I think like Liquid Danielson is just Dolph Ziggler. I legitimately think mm. that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you know about Curry Man? <laughs> <laughs> it was on. It was his dying. Wit. Anyway, no. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Right, um, Athena for me uh, as well. Get some huge men- mention as well. Yeah. Uh, she's yeah. been absolutely slaying it with her outfits over at Ring of Honor, but. Like Reardon, it goes to Tony Storm. Yeah, yeah. there it is. There's Real. a reason why myself, Reardon, and Dan saluted our queen, Tony Storm, when she came out True. to the National Anthem. We did do that. All in. We did. <laughs> That's the only time I'll ever stand for the National Anthem or salute to it. Honest to God. <laughs> That was uh, that was a uh, that was a huge a hilarious moment because everyone around us was just audibly confused. Yes, as we turned and faced the big screen behind us and forever salute. Brilliant moment, I love that. So yeah, uh, Tony Storm. Right, yeah, I actually have have an honorable mention, and this is kind of cheating because it's not even related to wrestling at all. But I just want to give a shout out to Shuri Gawa for as the Doctor because. Oh hell yeah! I'm more than happy to allow that. Yeah, no, you know what? That's a unanimous honourable mention. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. Not, yes. In our first inductee to the non-wrestling wing of the award show. Yeah, yeah. Goes to shooty it goes to Shooty Gala. to Shooty Gala. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I, will, I, will, I will just say this, because we're talking about Doctor Who. Um, I watched with my girlfriend, and she is now a Doctor Who fan. I will, I will say this while One we're here. I will say that Shuti Gatwa is now it gets the the um, gets the award of first doctor to ever give me by panic. <laughs> God, you're so real for that. <laughs> no, like, I was uh, like, I know we're getting off track, but I had to talk about this. I was talking to my mate, and they pointed out that that Shuti Gatwa is the first doctor that is legitimately hot, not in that kind of weird kind of like personality hot, just an absolute fucking smoke show yes my mm-hmm. god yes holy shit <laughs> oh man i'm looking forward to where everyone is going to be the exact same if not even more come may when we see all of the outfits yes Real. not even ready not even ready continue on <laughs> this <Damn it. laughs> <laughs> oh man all righty and it's time to get on then, gentlemen, with the main awards. And we are starting off with the Jeff Jarrett Award. The award going to the person who kept coming up in conversation slash episodes for whatever reason. Now, I think this might be a potential unanimous. I think it's going to be. So I'll tell you what, let me start off with mine and see where people go on from Okay. Here. Okay. At number three, we have Godzilla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me when I'm turning lights. Damn, I wonder why that is. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but it feels weird to hear it said like that. Yeah. <laughs> At number two, we have Vince McMahon. Yeah. Not, not a fixture of this award. Yeah, absolutely. It's always been for quite a while now. The, the Glenn Close of this award. <laughs> yes. Sorry, Glenn Close for being compared to Vince McMahon. Uh, yeah, apologies. <laughs> apologies. 
Uh, but at number one, I think it is obvious to say the winner of the 2023 Jeff Jarrett Award goes to CM Punk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, alrighty then. Uh, so I guess we could all agree that no, no, that's not good. Raiden. Who did you give your award to? Just I want to check if we, we, we sweeped here. I, I was going for CM Punk. I was going to go for CM Punk. I was also yeah. going for CM Punk. <laughs> it's, it's a it is a sweep. It is a, a sweep. He gets the golden version of the award. Congratulations, yeah. CM Punk, for winning the sweep. <laughs> the first one of the year. First one of the year. The first sweep of the year. And but a special, a special thank you to to the king of the monsters, Gojira. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Back on top. Back on top, baby. Uh, it's funny. I was gonna, I was gonna meme, and my number three was gonna be Tony Khan. My number two was gonna be Jack Perry. <laughs> That's fair, but no, but no it, 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 it is, it goes to the King of the Monsters. It no, was I am, dream. I am very happy giving the giving the true honorable mention to Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Who would win nice. in a fight between CM Punk and Godzilla? By the way. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just picturing CM Punk trying to do a Pepsi plunge to Godzilla. I'm, I'm hurt, I'm tired, and I work with fucking kaiju. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, CM Punk's exception speech for this award will be the, the be the thing you did at Survivor Series where he went, Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh gosh CM Punk congratulations a winner is you for the Jeff Jarrett award alrighty you're a winner <laughs> alrighty best moment of 2023 there have been quite some quite solid moments if you ask me but I think only three came out for me on this one I only had three I usually sometimes have five but for me this year it only came down to free. We were going to start on this one with Mr. Melee Hellbot. What was your mo- best moment of the year? Uh, this is very hard to choose because there are a lot of good ones. And well, the one that comes up in my head, and it's a bit of a late one because it just happened, it has to be uh, Eddie Kingston being the first Triple, tri- triple Crown champion in on North America. Yeah. Mm hmm. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. That's very good. That's a very, very solid mm-hmm. moment. I, I can't think of anything right now, so you have to move <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, Reardon, moment of the year for 2023. I'm going to say the moment that summed up 2023 for me as just what a fucking weird, confused year is CM Punk showing up in WWE. <laughs> just, uh, yeah. Um, I think a moment that truly just crystallizes how bizarre wrestling was at that moment. Yes. Yeah, I can't. I was gonna say, can't blame you for choosing that one. Without, without doubt. Oh man, Dan, best moment of the year. Uh, at number three, I'm gonna give it to Sonata winning the IWGP Championship because uh, fi- finally the boy, the boy done good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like very few other people were actually fans of that, but I was. I'm a big Sonata guy. <laughs> um, at number two, oh, yeah, um, I think number two, I'm going to give it to Eddie Kingston because, goddamn, 
So Reiso here for that moment. It's so deserved. He's been the the guy for AEW for so long, and to see him get it is so great. Uh, number one, though, I'm going to go for the acclaimed winning at All In. Mm. Yeah, because goddamn, nice. for me that was just like so great. So like the crowd great. reaction was so amazing, and as I said to you guys, pretty much when it happened, I never thought I'd see an openly gay wrestler winning a title on a massive, on like the biggest stage, and be everyone over. be chanting their name. Yeah, yeah. and it yeah, kind of gave me a moment of like, holy shit, this is maybe, real. Yeah, maybe everything will be okay in the end. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that was a great moment. I really enjoyed, it. and I could tell that that moment really did have an effect on you as well, Dan. It did. It did. It was really, it was really quite a a, a, a really nice, heartfelt moment to have actually there with you at the time. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. a really good. That was a really nice moment, honestly. Uh, that that would that definitely was in my top five for sure. Um, mm. at number three. We have one that I was actually genuinely... I, I was tempting to flip-flop between four and three. So I'd say at number four would have been Daniel McCarbe's last hurrah tour, basically. I was going to be stepping down and, and becoming a little bit less involved in pro wrestling due to kind of niggling injuries. But the fact that he's not really slowed down and has actually had an incredible year thus far is something that is, should be freaking admired. And I will say this much to everybody. And I know it's just a very hardcore, sicko kind of mindset to have, but that man does at least deserve one match against Brian before he retires. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, at number three, we have the Grizzled Young Veterans debuting in DPW. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was was an insane reaction when they came out of the curtain. That was an all-in pop being there in person. So happy to see those guys, those two back basically as the best version of themselves. Mm-hmm. Genuinely good to see them back. At number two is Eddie Kingston winning the ROH title at Grand Slam. The Yonkers boy doing it in his backyard <laughs> is something <laughs> that I genuinely, is probably one of the best moments um, AEW put on all year. And it was a very heartfelt mm-hmm. moment for me to see that as well. That boy deserved it. He absolutely deserved winning that title at that stage. And doing it with a Kawada bomb as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Long overdue. <laughs> absolutely. But for number one, and it's a biased one for me, because it's not necessarily like a specific moment, but it's more like a hodgepodge of things that had happened. Honestly, it's the return of battle art style wrestling with KT Dan. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know anyone knows me. I love Yuki Shikawa. I love battle arts, all that style of of pro wrestling. And to see it now back in Japan and actually making waves is just it warms my heart as a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. So, so that's my that's my best moment of twenty twenty three for sure. Alrighty. we're getting to the, I, actually. The, the, uh, oh god, wait. Sorry, uh, can I go? Because I just thought of two. And yes, 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 yes. I know the first the first one it, it, it's a bit of a mean one, but obviously Shane McMahon tearing his quads. <laughs> it's something yeah. that I think about at least once a week and it makes me laugh. <laughs> and I don't know if there's anything that could ever top that as a WrestleMania moment. And for number one, it's actually from that very same show. And it might seem surprising, but it has to be Roman Reigns beating Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania when Ooh. when the 
when the entire stars have said, it's Cody's time to finish the story, Roman Reigns said, that's not going to work for me, brother. <laughs> and we're still here. Roman Reigns as champion. So for me, that has to be moment of the year because of everything that happened since. Who knew that a rubber chicken would be more over than Cody Rhodes in that moment? <laughs> <laughs> the moment everything changed. Cody, yeah. when he realized the rubber chicken was going to get more over. I'm going to become Stardust again. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Alrighty, let us get on then to the final three, starting with best match of the year. Ooh. Okay, so I have four here and if you, I, if you want me to i will quickly go through mine um just to kind of speed things up because i'm probably going to be here talking about them forever but for the ones i mentioned please go out and watch them because there are a couple here that are available on youtube all right mm -hmm. number four this is pure bias this is timothy thatcher versus chris hero at west coast pro Mm. and it's because chris hero came back after three years um out of wrestling to have just this this amazing match against timothy thatcher i'll say this as much right chris hero hasn't lost a step how could he lose a step he's one of the best ever <laughs> and i was again a feeling of just pure joy and happiness to see chris hero back in the ring again loved it amazing match for me at number three we're heading back to CMLL and one of my personal favorite matches, Mystico versus Virus at Noche de Campeones uh, on the 29th mm -hmm. of September. Ooh. I love these two because these, like, Virus and Mystico have been on an absolute tear in CMLL this year, putting on incredible matches. And this was for the historic middleweight championship as well, which Mystico is champion of. These two, I think, have barely met in the ring together in one-on-one -on -one and tag um, matches and i was excited to see them kind of see what they could produce and it had everything it had the 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 brutalist the, the brutal nature sometimes of, of of lucha libre uh some great technical spots as well right at the start and then it just divulges into like classic lucha libre where mr cohen virus are just flying all over the place it ends on a submission though on a tap out from Vit like mystico puts vidus in a submission and taps him out for the win which is ballsy and i like seeing mm -hmm. that in lucha libre <laughs> mm -hmm. highly recommended the highlights are actually on cmll's youtube channel as well and any and honestly if people want to divulge more into cmll they do sometimes stream their entire pay-per-views and show specific shows as well from Arena Mexico on YouTube. So I nice. highly recommend going that and watching it if you're ever in the mood for some Lucha Libre. At number two, Brian versus Zack Sabre Jr. Wrestle Dream. Lived up yeah. to hype. Absolutely yep. was everything I wanted to see from these two and more. It's definitely such a great sequel to the match they had in the UK. Now that Zack is a little bit older, a little bit cockier, and a little bit more sure of himself, going up against Brian, who is now basically is just like the greatest of all time. He is the Muhammad Ali of pro wrestling at this point. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was a great match. Absolutely enjoyed this one. It would have been number one if it were not for quite possibly one of my favourite matches of the past five years. Number mm -hmm. one... And again, it might be the the, the the hardcore wrestling fans' choice. 
and I can understand mm-hmm. that from a lot of people's perspectives. For me, Takuya Nomura versus Fuminori Abe at KT Dan. We are the fighting detectives. Yes, sir. <laughs> this match is everything I wanted and then some from these two Goddamn. who have been on a tear as the astronauts. And it's just battle arts personified. It's such it really a good is. match. Alrighty. Reardon, match of the year. So, there's only two for me. <laughs> the runner-up and the winner. The runner-up has to be at all in the acclaimed versus the House of Black. Yeah. Real. Yeah. Real. Yeah. Just great atmosphere. <clears throat> great match. Nothing, <laughs> nothing more than needs to be said. But the one that has just lived in my memory that makes me smile all year, that gave me everything that I could have possibly wanted out of out of that match was WrestleMania Gunther versus Drew McIntyre <clears throat> versus Sheamus. It's, yes. it's such a good pick. A, a straight up kaiju match in the form of a wrestling match. Yeah. Yeah. I, I highly agree. Uh, Gunther <clears throat> went there with the intention of becoming Antonio Inoki at WrestleMania and absolutely delivered on that. <laughs> Just an absolute, like, uh, the absolute epitome of what you want to see for a big man match. Mm-hmm. He really was there and was just like, no, nah, you're about to find out. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone. And the thing is that, like, not just Gunther, literally everyone did great work. Drew McIntyre did some beautiful work. Seamus, honestly, I think, did the, did perhaps some of the best work his entire career. <clears throat> I was going to yeah. say, well, I, I said that that was possibly Seamus' best performance since the bar. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It just, God, it just makes me happy every time I <laughs> think about it. What a great match! It was a tremendous match. It definitely in my top ten for sure. That mm. match was. Um, Dan, cool. Uh, <clears throat> uh, for my number three for this year, uh, is going to go to Danielson's ZSJ. Yeah, love it. A lot of fun. Lot, lot of fun. Um, loads of really cool stuff that you, you just don't see anywhere else. And I really liked it because I felt like it actually pushed ZSJ to his limits. Yes, mm-hmm. it pushed him to be more inventive, but also more purposeful with a lot of his stuff. I feel often Zack Saber Junior. falls into the trap of doing transitions for the sake of doing transitions. Yeah, he kind of loses that. Um, aspect to his grappling which kind of in it should inform what he does mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of fun to be found in the like how do you actually problem solve and then make that problem solving look good for an audience <laughs> it's something that I quite like about Josh Barnett's um, pro wrestling work Yes, um, but I feel like Danielson actually brought that out of him and I hope he keeps that up and hope that you find someone like Danielson to continue having those matches with and kind of inform his practice a little bit more so that it's less visually technical than like more actually technical. Um, number two, I'm going to give it to Hangman Swerve because mm. God, that match goes unbelievably hard. <laughs> it, it, it had a lot of the things of... Um, 
you know, excessive in a good way. <laughs> it is very much what I like to classify in these, and I talk about these about glorious violence. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Um, everything in it is like purposeful, but it's almost up to like a ridiculous degree. Um, some might say Kurosawa esque in the egregious <laughs> amount of blood uh, yeah. that is spilled. And, um, and, but, and drunk. <laughs> but like. <laughs> Just everything with it in terms of how it presents that, how it frames the match, how it makes both of them look like absolute stars and like absolute madmen in equal measure. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I know there are people out there that hate the spot with Hangman drinking Swerve's blood, and it's it's a very weird visual, and it made me feel many ways. <laughs> but I absolutely love it because it. it it, it's those moments that do the storytelling. It's those mm. moments that put the meaning into things. And I feel like, again, like a lot of that has been lost. A lot of the stuff with Swerve has been kind of here and there. A lot of the stuff of Hangman has been here or there. I also had the Hangman Moxley match in there as well. Because that was that was a, that was a lot of that was a lot of fun. Um, but no, the Hangman Swerve match is one that is probably the one I would be like, go out and watch this. Yes, mm. you might be a bit disgusted, but go out and watch it. I think I've watched it like four or five times and i rarely do that with wrestling matches now <laughs> but on the scale of wrestling matches i've watched multiple times this year sam you've already said it it's Abe namura yeah katie dan we are the fighting detectives because no match has made me feel as much joy as this has and that's very strange for two people trying to headbutt each other as much as possible just <laughs> my um, sort of wrestling match <laughs> I think definitely in the I've like I've definitely gotten way more into the shoot style stuff. The battle art style is a lot of fun for me. Mm. Um but the way that Arby and Nomura go through things has that kind of actually technical purpose. Mm. Things have reason, you feel them battling and fighting for things, you feel them, you know, feeling out each other, getting the scope of things, and just injecting a sense of weight into everything. You know, things have resistance. They have push and pull. They battle for control. They try and isolate and control each other. And the way they use the space is so great and so well thought out. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I wish there was more of this in everything. I wish everything carried this same sense of thought and like, not necessarily wrestling in like a chess match sense as much as like you know things have sense behind them you don't have to think about why they're doing it you get a very clear sense of why things are happening and why they're doing them mm. and it's just brought me so much joy to look at and to see and to see them doing especially as someone who's doing grappling themselves um in a different environment you can you can get a sense of all of that with it, and it's just so great for that. I, I again, I would recommend this to everyone, but I know it's not for everyone. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. Ah, uh, melee, your match of the year. Wow, I uh, quite shocking. <laughs> I I actually have four matches too for Ski this will. category. Some of them might be deep it up. I know, very biased. <laughs> for, for, for number four, 
has to be in DPW Live 3, the four-way match for the DPW national title. Brent Keith, mm-hmm. Dominic Garini, Kevin Koo, and Mike Bailey. Uh, there's, there's just something special about DPW where I feel like most companies have trouble doing multi-man matches. Uh, like Especially like triple threats and four ways or even just tag teams. A lot of companies have trouble with that. and But DPW, I don't, I don't know, they just get it. And mm-hmm. most of the time, you kind of get used to, you know, people like, oh, going off the ring so that people can have like one-on-ones. But every time when DPW has a match, like everyone is always involved. There's always like several matches happening at the same time. And just for this, like, it's it's just special for me, for, for me to see it like live. You know, this is my first Brian Keefe match and my first Mike Bailey match. And just seeing them work together. There, there were some very silly spots, but it was just awesome with the atmosphere. And I, I just loved it a lot. And yeah, pretty much did. So for my number three, this is actually kind of cheating because it's two matches actually. Mm-hmm. Also from DPW. And it has to be the four-way elimination match at Carolina Classic 3, 2023. Jay Malachi, Jake Something, Mike Bailey, and Tom Lawler. Mm-hmm. They absolutely cooked here. Mm-hmm. And I... Uh, that's all I can say because they have so many spots. It's hard to really describe it, but yeah. Which leads to the winner facing Lucky Ali for the DPW World's title on that very same night. Jay Malachi defeats Lucky Ali, Lucky Ali and becomes DPW World Champion. And the storytelling from this is, is, is just incredible. Like This is like mm. a year in the making and I'm just happy that he finally got the title. Uh, a bit unfortunate that, you know, just a few months later, WWE pushed both of them. But yeah, <laughs> it, it is what it is. For my number two, it's going to AEW. And it has to be John Moxley versus Orange Cassidy at All Out for the International Championship. Great pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this is, I've said this when I reviewed the part with the Baseball Boys. Um, This is like one of those few matches where the the cinematography kind of plays into this match because at the beginning it starts out with uh, Orange Cassidy having his like taped up hand all like white and new facing John Moxley in, in the background and then it ends the match with you know John Moxley overcoming that and Cassidy is on the floor all bloodied with his hand and I don't know something about this it just speaks to me and <clears throat> It's kind of crazy, like, how everything played out. And now for my number one, which may be a surprise to many of you, has to be Shane McMahon and Snoop Dogg versus The Miz at WrestleMania. <laughs> yes, <laughs> no, sir. They were cooking here. You know, Snoop Dogg doing, <laughs> running the ropes, just legendary stuff. Tyrus could never. But, exactly. But actually, but actually um, it has to be uh, Hangman versus Swerve, that damn match. It, it's, there's just something special about it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I've never seen violence like that. Where you know, you know, you have like promotions like GCW where violence is like everything. But this is the kind of violence that very much played into the story of them. And I seen some spots where I've never thought I would ever see in my life. And 
it's just something that I'm gonna always remember. So for that, that has to be like my match of the year. Mm. Amazing there you choices go. there. Amazing mm-hmm. choices, Melee. You're welcome. Oh. Okay. Breakout star of the year. They're the ones that have really made 2023 their own and hopefully coming into this year will end up being one of the best or at least very much there in the top echelon of wrestlers of the year. Uh, For me, uh, I mean, gosh, special shout outs as well. Go to Billy Starks and Masha Slamovich for absolutely just killing it this year. Mm-hmm. They have been mm-hmm. doing some phenomenal work. But uh, but my three to two goes like this, and funnily enough, they've all been at DPW. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Number three goes to Adam Priest. I cannot emphasize this enough. This man needs to be in a major company because he is everything. That, he is everything. He is the full package of like wrestler. He can wrestle. He is bloody great on the mic, and he knows how to rile a crowd up. Fucking love mm-hmm. Adam Priest. Absolutely highly recommend you go watch any matches ma- match of his, uh, whether that be DPW, Action, um, any promotion that he's in. Highly recommend. Number two, Brian Keefe. Oh, yeah. yes. What a year that man has had and so thoroughly deserved. I love cowboy gimmicks, and that man is fully like the bounty hunter gimmick he has. Mm, just speaks to me on a fundamental level. <laughs> Plus, he's also a, an amazing wrestler as well, and he really has been so good as national champion at DPW. Mm-hmm. So damn good. But, number one, it's the big meaty boy. It's Jake something. Oh my god, yeah. Yes, sir. If you like big meaty men slapping meat, Jake something is the embodiment of big meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> He needs the world title like immediately. He does. <laughs> Absolutely, he does. That those are my breakout star, but the breakout star of course goes to Jake something. Ridden, breakout star of the year. This is gonna be a this is a very interesting one this year. As the great thing about the breakout star is that it doesn't need to be new wrestlers. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> this is true. And I really do feel in my heart of hearts, honestly. That the breakout star of 2023 is Christian Cage. Oh, <laughs> you know what? That's actually an actually a really such really a strong point. pick. He's such a good shout. Um, yeah. Father of the year, Christian Cage. Father of the year, Christian Cage. <laughs> a man who seems to be getting more and more momentum as time goes on, and definitely 2023 really felt like like when Adam Copeland came in. And- <laughs> And Christian Cage told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> like, everyone knew it was happening, but everyone kind of felt like, yeah, you should tell him to go fuck himself. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not something that I would have expected ever. I really feel that that he ended 2023 on a high note, and I really, really hope that continues on for 2024. So that mm-hmm. is my pick. Good shout. Very good shout, Reardon. Uh, Melee. Oh, I have sober for this. First of all, I'm just going to say, Jay Malachi and unluckily, they're, they're such workhorses for DPW and carry the company behind their backs. And I'm just happy that WWE gave them a chance and I hope that they can do so much more over there. 
Yeah. If given the right, right ingredients. Uh, speaking of DPW, I also have to mention, as Reading said, you don't have to be, you don't have to be a new wrestler for this. Emi Sakura, her yeah. her ti- her title ring as women's champion is just something special, and I'm glad that she was given the spotlight that, truthfully, it's been long overdue, mm. and I hope that other companies can do the same for her. And going with my with my match of the year. I think the other one has to be Swerve Strickling. Yeah. It's just a guy who reinvents himself. And after that death match, I, I was convinced that he was ready for the title, like the world title. He, yeah. And I'm surprised he doesn't have it already. Sooner rather than later. And I think it will probably be this year. Mm-hmm. I think it will be. be this year. And if it isn't, then again, TK, you're cringe. You're not a true <laughs> poster. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, about Dan. Uh, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of the people, everyone's already said, uh, definitely up there. I, I love, I absolutely love the Christian Cage pick. I, I didn't even mm. think about it, but it's so true. As, as the Christian Cage, man, that's kind of shocking. I thought he'd be on your list. <laughs> the, thing, the thing is, I saw him more just as someone who's had a consistently great year. Mm. Yeah. Um. If, I think for me, though, I have to give it to someone who started making their first appearances in um, a major American promotion. Yeah. Um, it's been doing lots of great work on the independence for years. Um, is I hope, I hope, going to bring something to AEW's now is home, and that is Brian Keith. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's been a real standout year for Brian Keith. He's been consistently amazing on the independence for the last couple of years. Um, He's done some really, really cool stuff. DPW, I believe West Coast Pro as well. He had a mm-hmm. match in that was really, really good. Um, and then the few appearances he's been able to make in AEW have been fantastic. Yeah. They've been so good. And he's he's so high level. And I really hope they bring him in. I know it's kind of contrived by this point. I would really love AEW to do a like a good and bad cowboy run with um, <laughs> Hangman and Brian Keith. Because I think they'd A, work really well together, but B, they'd bring a really nice dynamic. Yeah. And I just... Uh, he's just so good, Matt. He, he has impact. He has weight behind his stuff. Just just the character of the bounty hunter is so great. I feel like every... I feel like this year has been a real refinement of everything he's done. And, as and I say- only wish for him to continue ascending higher and higher. As we keep saying, there needs more there needs to be more bounty hunter gimmicks in pro wrestling and that man has yeah. it on lock. Ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, great choices guys, great choices. All right, last two. The big ones. Best Ooh. tag team of 2023. I'll, right. If you want me to, I'll quickly go over mine again because it's pretty easy. Which ones, if you are, if you know me, which ones are coming up? Uh, I've only got four for this one. So at number four, Motor City Machine Guns. Again, mm. individually, Shelly and Saban have had a tremendous 2023, and about time that Shelly was world heavyweight champion as well. And Saban on his ninth X Division Championship run has been it's just nothing but short of impressive. But also to cap that off by being DPW tag team champions is it's a sentence that's, I never thought I'd say, but it's fucking based. That's real. the real gold right there. The mm-hmm. real 
Real gold. At number three, Grizzle Jump Veterans. Again, it's been amazing to see Gibson and Drake literally go from NXT and pick up where they left off um, as themselves as GYV. It's and amazing again, how the moment they leave WWE, all of a sudden the stuff they do works for an American audience. Crazy amazing. how that works, isn't it? <laughs> at number two, best tag team in North America at the moment. The Workhorsemen, Anthony yes, Henry, and JD Drake mm -hmm. have been outstanding. It's a straight career year for them. This is like this is like the FTR year they, that that they had last year. This year has been for them in North America has been the Workhorsemen. Um, those two deserve every bit of success they've had as champions in DPW and all the matches that they've had also had in AEW. Man, they have been on amazing form. But my tag team of the year, no surprise, astronauts. Consistently, yeah. they have been in the top three for the last few years. But this year, what with their individual things, including the match they both had together, uh, um, we are fighting detectives. They have just been on form. Like, I have not seen them for a long for a while like they are on a different plane of a great form that they've had and i'm so excited so excited to see what they do not only in big japan but also with kt dan as well mm -hmm. i recommend it anyone who's a bit apprehensive about watching japanese wrestling watch astronauts they're a really freaking good tag team yes <laughs> melee hellbot Oh well, you already said the workhorseman, and it's pretty obvious why. But <laughs> like, they remind me of of when watching like the revival in NXT. They they just mm. understand tag team wrestling, and whenever they have a match in DPW, like I always look forward to their matches, and it's amazing. And I know, and I know it's a bit of a hot take, but they're kind of like what FTR think they are. Like <laughs> FTR, FTR are no doubt very good. But I feel like they kind of became a parody of themselves. In the same way, like people criticize the Young Bucks for being a parody, I feel like that's what FTR had become. With being like, "Oh, I love Bret Hart. Please love me, Bret Hart." <laughs> and and I feel like War Horseman, uh, really captured that essence of tag team wrestling. And speaking of tag team, another tag team that I have to choose, also from DPW, Violence is Forever. They, yes, they sir. Carry, they carry the tag team division. All throughout 2023, um, their Jersey Street Fight in DPW Live 2 is something special. Mm -hmm. Especially what I love about DPW is that, you know, sometimes even the tag teams can be the main event. And, and that's just awesome to see. So, yeah, those are my choices. Good choices. Good choices. Reardon, tag team of the year. Sometimes the boring answer is also the correct one, the acclaimed. Yeah. Real. yeah. Real. <laughs> Real. Again. Career what? year. Career year. Boring as fuck answer. Absolutely fucking beautiful work. And yes, as it has been pointed out, it really does help that they are the gay the gayest <laughs> the absolute gayest tag team in mainstream wrestling. Mainstream wrestling. Yes. Uh, yes. Emphasizing that part. <laughs> I don't think there's much more that needs to say except yeah. me daddy ass all day. Yeah. Every fucking yeah, day. Yeah, no, like, you, that, that, that answer is absolutely cooking. 
just... you know you know you've gone over when you actually when you end up appearing on the t-shirts that go way too hard twitter fred with no context when they don't know the mm-hmm. context yeah like <laughs> what more do i need to say other than it's the fucking acclaimed exactly oh dan tag team um, of the year my my honorable mention was vif i love them they're great career year um absolutely fantastic the work at dpw amazing the work that um kevin and dominic have been doing consistently over the last few years has been incredible again i just hope that they get pushed to that higher echelon um and just keep up the obviously if dpw continues to grow i would love them to stay there because they get the absolute best out of them um Mm -hmm. everything with that i believe they could be like the you know vif versus the work horseman could become like the new independent wrestling standard tag match for like everyone to want to book. And I think that's fantastic. Um, and number three, I had the acclaimed. What more can I say? I love them career year. Um, amazing work. Um, everything culminating all in the title win. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and number two, I have the work horseman. Everything has already been said. Yeah. They're so damn good. Uh, there's not much I can say about their work that hasn't already been said. And a number one, it's already been said already. Astronauts, they're goddamn great. They're just yes. so damn great. But the, the thing, the thing about them is, is if they're just so consistently good. Yes. yes. They are so consistently good. It's, it's like you don't even have a moment to think about everything that goes into it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like they're. Their low level, low effort work is still like a six or a seven out of ten. Yeah, it's incredible the level of consistency they have achieved and everything that they do. I'm so looking forward to seeing astronauts uh, into 2024, uh, especially because they had such a uh, they their most recent match was um was uh was interesting. Let me let's just yes. say that the uh, if memory serves me correct, it was um. They faced Daisuke Sekimoto and Kosuke Sato. Uh, yes. New battle beginning, New Year battle beginning, which also saw the tag match of uh, a fluorescent light tube death match of a, with the team of Akira and Necro Butcher defeating Hideyoshi Kamatani and Yuki Ishikawa. <laughs> it was in fact one of the matches. <laughs> it was indeed. Alrighty, this all brings us then to the final award: Best Wrestler of the year and i this one has been a little more challenging than usual uh because all top my top 10 i'm not gonna let name all top all all 10 though all top 10 have been flip-flopping positions even up till like the 31st it's been constantly changing about who's 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 where and i mean even at this point i'm still not sure whether my two and one are the right ones but everyone who's been on the top 10 has been nothing but freaking amazing. I don't know if this is the same with you, with you fellas, where it's constantly been changing. Mm. Mm. <laughs> just mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> or perhaps we are all just stuck in our ways. <laughs> this is probably true. This is probably true. All right, then. Um, At number five, then, for me. We have Athena, who she has been 
so good as ROH Women's Champion. And honestly, I know a lot of people have just kind of knocked ROH for kind of like, oh, nobody watches it anymore. But I promise you, take the time to watch it. You can see that Athena's been doing tremendous work as Women's Champion. Now, I wish they would do that for the Women's Division in AEW. They kind mm. of have been kind of redeeming themselves, what with Tony being Women's Champion now. Um, it's hopefully that there's that, that, that is good momentum going into this year. But I promise you, Athena's been doing some of her best work of her entire career in Ring of Honor, and I implore anyone to go watch it. That match with Billy Starks was was tremendous at Final Battle. Mm-hmm. Number four, ah, Eddie Kingston. Sorry, yeah, he's still he's still here. He's still mm-hmm. in my top five, and he's still proving damn, that man has still got the best of his of his years ahead of him. And I'm so happy, so so happy he is triple crown champion uh, in AEW and so thoroughly thoroughly deserved of Eddie Um, I really hope this is good this is good things him going forward that he has tremendous matches going into 2024 as we get into revolution as well I'm so happy for him so so happy for him and number three is a choice that I know not a lot of people probably a a lot of people probably be surprised with Timothy Thatcher yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Tim, Tim Thatcher has been doing a lot of tremendous work in pro wrestling. Noah, which is again a sentence, which is a bit of a weird one to say considering it is Noah after all. <laughs> but I, I promise you, Tim has been doing some of his best work uh, so far in ring. Uh, in sorry, in Noah, uh, teaming with Saxon Huxley has been a, a quite a a, a a a weird highlight of mine, where he's been considered the 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 um the much more less unhinged uh <laughs> member of the tag team believe it or not <laughs> i'm talking about timothy fat this is timothy fatter i'm talking about uh but of course uh he's been killing it in the indies as well and had an amazing match with brian this year at aw mm-hmm. and of course his match with chris hero bumped him up to number three funnily enough i had chris hero at number 10 even though he had one match <laughs> that's a good <laughs> of course i did uh, number two and number one. I I, I want to say joint first, but I have to choose a two and a one. Number two is John Moxley. There, I said it. Ooh, no, the thing is, right? People, people, people have been. I've been talking to people about this, and there've been a lot of people saying, "Oh, he definitely doesn't." But I I don't think you can really argue with it. Mm. Again, he's been. It's not as like he's not as it's not as an iconic year as he's had the previous few years. Like, like it, it definitely wasn't the same as his as his run last year, where where like we all looked at him and went, okay, we kind of have to give it to John Moxley. <laughs> no, that's literally what it's kind <clears> of <throat> been as well, and that's not knocking Mox because again, he's still proving he's consistent as all heck and putting on great matches for AEW. That man. Still carrying the company on his shoulders, even when it bl- it's blowing up behind him. <laughs> but yeah. at number one, number one's Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Okada matches alone for me are, are enough for him to put it at number one. But the fact that he's been working with a broken orbital bone as well for crying out. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> what well, came back working with a broken arm early to go up against Ricky Starks? The man That's a worker's held- worker right there. That man is being held together again by gaffer tape, and it worries me that is is his brain being held together by gaffer tape. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, the man is more thoroughly deserved if you ask me for wrestler of the year. Um, my God, have rest, Brian, up until All In 24, when you inevitably face off against Nigel McGuinness. There, I've, I've spoken it into the ether. It's got to happen <laughs> now. Real. Um, yeah, Brian, rest up, man. You've earned this, and uh, you certainly earned my number one spot for best wrestler of the year for 2023. Dad. Okay. I would like to give an honorable mention on this list, and I feel like it's going to really, really confuse some people. So I'm going to try and contextualize it as best I can. Can I give an honorable mention to Sting? Yes. Yeah, yes. no, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Because just like in the, in the entire scale of things, this is a 62-year-old man who's now committed to being on his last run. And everything that we have seen this man do this year is incredible. The mm -hmm. fact that he is consistently appearing in a major American promotion, the fact that he's consistently adding to moments and not taking away from them, not stealing the limelight, being ever-present in AEW and helping things run along is frankly incredible. <laughs> yes. Like it, it, it like by uh, by all means in my grand list which is like 20 people long. <laughs> he is like down near the bottom of that 20. Mm -hmm. But I, I just needed to mention that because the fact that I put Sting on a best wrestler of the year list <laughs> in 2020 for 2023 is incredible to me. Oh, by the way, mm -hmm. um He's 64, Dan. Oh, 64. Okay. Oh, I was wrong. I thought he was still 62. 64 years old. Okay. He looks 62. <laughs> um, I, should I do the five to one? I'll do the five to one. Sure. Um, at number five, uh, I have decided to go for Gunther. Sorry. He's had a great year. Real. Number six. Should he be higher up? Maybe. But again, I feel like at times he is held back by the cage that he is in, I will say. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and number four, I've gone for ZSJ. The TV title run has been fantastic. Um, really, really great work just all around. Um, and again, just another... He really proves why he should be um, New Japan's top... Guy, like Gaijin, foreigner, whatever you want to say it as. Like, he really should be at that top point. They're not putting him there. He needs to be there. He really needs to be there. Real. Um, at number three, I've gone for Fuminori Abe. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah. Love the man so much. Done a lot of great things. Again, all the work of astronauts. Could I put astronauts as a collective here? Maybe. I've decided to go for sing singular people. I have put Abe there. Um, I love everything he has done. God, he's so great. <laughs> At number two, I have, again, maybe controversial, gone for Moxley. Mm. I think mm -hmm. he's entirely deserving of his spot. He has been a consistent force throughout. He has been a consistently high-level talent, in my opinion. Mm. Um, and has consistently put out some amazing work. He's been involved in some of the great matches of AEW this year. Personally, for me, that Hagman match is very highly rated. Mm -hmm. um, I had that four in my list of uh, best matches. 
but at number one, I have gone for Brian Danielson. <laughs> it, it's it's the thing of being able to consistently put do high output, high quality is something incredible. And the range of matches we've seen him in, the range of people he's worked with, the range of different things he's been able to adapt to in his work has been incredible. The Okada match, um, you know, was fantastic. Again, the working with a broken arm and figuring out a way to make it work and get through everything. Um, the Ricky Starks match. Oh, you know, I forgot. He just... He just really brings out the best in himself and everyone he's around. And it, it's for- just incredible. I forgot about the Roosh match. Yeah. That match like, is so good. Like, he just somehow has tapped into, like, a hidden reserve to find that extra 5% that he needs. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's mm. just so crazy what he has been able to do this year. Damn son. I mean he brought MJF to a great match. Yeah. That that's ta- that takes talent. <laughs> oh man. Uh Melee. We'll end with Reardon. So Melee, your wrestler mm-hmm. of the year. Oh, I have three choices for this. For number three has to be Eddie Kingston. Fucking long overdue. Yes. Winning Winning the New Japan Strong Championship, winning the ROH title, and winning the the Continental title, becoming the Triple Crown is something to behold. Um, I'm very glad that he finally got his his big spotlight that he desperately like deserved at this point. Because his AW career has always been he's always been one match away from the big one, and that's always been like his pretty much his story. And now he. He finally completed the story for Cody. And I'm very happy for him. <laughs> Good, <laughs> Good job. Two, Good yeah. job. <laughs> Number two, already mentioned, Brian Danielson. Fucking outstanding work that he's done. His matches with Okada, with Rick, Ricky Starks. The fucking insane bastard that he is, you know, after having his arm broken, deciding to have a death match and, and a collision. is. He's he's just <laughs> very insane for that, and I love yeah. him. <laughs> also, even not even just his wrestling, the the fact that he's taken over Collision at the cusp of you know another guy leaving and taking over, and in a way, kind of putting the that show in in a better direction. So yeah, that has that has to be mentioned as well. Mm-hmm. And this may not be surprising, but for the number one, I have to pick. Emi Sakura. I I in 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 the year of bad women's you know women's division that has been AW, which is very sad for me to say, she found a way to rediscover herself as being the DPW women's champion and having just an unbelievably based title reign, carrying mm-hmm. that division and proving to everyone else that even at Right now, she's 47 years old, and she's showing that she still has it. And hopefully, yeah. hopefully, I get to say her name for like for next year's Waggies. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. same. Same. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. And we end Wrestler of the Year with Reardon. 
So you guys have talked about a, a, quite a few of my ones, but I will go for mine anyway. <laughs> Honorable mention is Sting. It is, it is Sting as <laughs> <Yeah>. well. <laughs> Truly, perhaps one of one of the greatest end career runs in history. Yeah. From from the from the ashes of like I know we keep saying it, but I it cannot be. It cannot be said further from the asses of that abysmal WWE run to whatever the fuck he puts in his cereal now. It's the stem cells, man. It's the stem cells. Yeah, those fucking stem cells. Incredible. I cannot wait to see how he ends his career. And I'm so glad he'll be ending his career as he is ending. Just incredible work. Number three is yeah it is eddie kingston he's <laughs> down from being my number one the previous year mm. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that he is has gotten in any way worse mm. yes it's just it's just that the things that the that the top two have the top two of mine overcome more than he has as everyone's kind of gone, okay, yeah, no, we get it. He's great. And just showering him with accolades, which he firmly deserves. Yes. Mm -hmm. My number two, and this is going to be kind of a weird one, but I have to put him on. My number two is Gunther. No, no, no. Yeah. Again, I, oh, entirely now, I, real. Now, I understand. Yeah. Now, the reason why I put him at number two is that I understand what Dan's saying, that he is held back by by the format that he's in. Mm. However, I think that actually makes him kind of better because he's been held back by the form he is in, and yet he is still able to pull off what he pulls off. Yeah. Best wrestler in WWE today. Yeah, best Without wrestler in WWE doubt. today. It, it's, like seeing a, it's like seeing a man fight absolutely beautifully and realize he's weighing weighted armor. <laughs> yeah. You, every time you see him, it's going to be good eating. Mm -hmm. However, my number one has to be Brian Danielson. It has <laughs> Real. to be. Yeah. Just a man, a man who is an artist, a straight, straight up artist. A man who is rocketing to being to being putting on the put on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just no, it's not even like and it's it's not even the man is not slowing down. Just banger after <laughs> banger. Every form that you can possibly give him, every matchup you could possibly give him, with every opponent that you could possibly give him. The man could fight like five brooms to a three-star match. Yeah, <laughs> and and I, you know what, kind of gets me a little bit uh, for is, is that I feel like Brian Danielson is is even better now that, and this is a hot take, now that Kenny Omega has gotten slightly worse. <laughs> no, there is logic to that. There is a little bit of logic to that. You know, like Kenny Omega, I honestly feel. Like the injuries are getting to him. I do really feel that. It's yeah. I really and it's it's sad to say, but I do feel that. Brian Brian <laughs> Brian Danielson is 
is fighting like Bret Hart with the with the schedule of Mick Foley. <laughs> <laughs> that, yes, that that is nigh on perfect. That is. I a man. Sh the man should be dead five times over, and yet is pulling out masterpieces. Mm -hmm. He gets the fucking awards. Right? Yeah. yeah. If you ask Straight me, up. if you ask me, um. Every sucker and Brian Danielson deserve the gold award for this, if you ask me, then, in that regard. Yeah. But I think yeah, for yeah. all of us, the clean sweep goes to Dirk Dickbutt. Yeah. Correct. Of course, of course. <laughs> I think I will mention to Snoop Dogg also. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> to the, uh, again, he gets he gets the first non-wrestling induction into the, into the wing. Oh, I man. I honestly think that you could actually, like... If they had gotten him earlier, I think you could have made him into a solid wrestler, not a good wrestler. Hey, all I'm, all I'm, all I'm saying is, right? I'm consistently disappointed by AEW's lack of insistence in bringing in West Side Gun to do literally anything because I feel like he'd be a be entirely up for it and b be incredibly hilarious. <laughs> yes, mm. agreed. Oh man, well. That wraps up another sweet chin wag waggies, and honestly, I think this has been uh, this has been a, quite a fun one, if you ask me. Oh yeah! Oh hell yeah! It has been a lot of fun, and really enjoyed actually having all of your perspectives on on the year that was twenty twenty three. I'm looking forward to doing this next year. We'll see what happens if if well 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 let's see if wrestling hasn't monopolized again. That's that that's the main thing. We'll see. <laughs> that is true. Out. That is in fact true, actually. <laughs> but I am looking forward. I'm definitely looking forward um, to seeing what a lot of companies outside of the major two are going to be doing. Because uh, uh, man, more than ever, it's just nice to see wrestling strong. You know, pro wrestling mm -hmm. as an entire thing is just really strong at the moment. And I'm hoping yeah. to God that one person in particular doesn't fucking ruin it. And am I looking at you? I'm looking at you, a certain long-haired Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Righty. Um, he I'm going to leave it at that. Ah, right. So, New Year means a whole new bunch of episodes that we're going to be planning out. We don't actually have know what we're going to do next week. We're not too certain on what we're going to do, but hopefully we're going to start off strong by doing a load of having a load of guests. We're going to do some watch alongs. We're going to do some retrospectives. I may even throw a great wrestlers in there while we're at it as well. Oh my God. <laughs> but that is all going to be. Oh my. Oh my. Uh, oh I'm really, <laughs> I'm really excited for 2024 for us as a podcast going into our fourth year. Um, That's crazy to, to me, say. By the way. Mm -hmm. uh, and soon enough, it'll be five years. Just when you think, think of it that way, fellas, I don't know what we're going to do for five years. Uh, no, like, no clue. Um, I'm really excited, really looking forward to it. And to anyone listening, uh, to anyone who's been here from the start, anyone who's been here like coming in just recently, or people that have just kind of come here, listen to us now and going back to uh, listening to more episodes, we can't thank you enough. Your support over the years has been tremendous and i never thought in a million years a pokey wrestling podcast from england would generate this much fandom and being able to be a, an olive branch to so many other people and podcasts across the world just remember because of you guys melee is here now exactly i, I get paid <laughs> yes wait a minute you get paid <laughs> oh. yeah. i'll let you, for, I'll let you for, know when you're older fans. 
<laughs> Patreon.com forward slash sweet chin Mike. Buy the merch. Buy the merch at WrestleTees.co.uk. But um, thank you so much, everyone. And uh, yeah, this has been da- Sam. This has been Dan, Reardon, and Melee Hellbot. And you've been listening to the Sweet Chin Web podcast. We will see you, as always, on the next one. Bye-bye. 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 YouTube.com slash Michael Lewis. Stop tapping. Steve! <laughs>